Hello, and welcome to the Three Things Podcast. <coughs> Man, sore throat. Hello, and welcome to the Three Things Podcast. I'm Glenn Kubish in Edmonton. Try no matter what is happening in the world, which is a mess, or in my bronchial tubes, which are two, to notice what I noticed made me happy or grateful each week. This week, number one, the weather map. Uh, there's some, a little bit of uncertainty about uh, tomorrow's forecast. We've been talking all week okay. about the snow that's coming our way. Some of the computer models saying, yeah, 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 five, six centimeters of snow. Some of them saying, no, 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 none at all. What are you um, saying? I'm saying, yeah, there's a I saw the weather map in a brand new way last week. The visual grammar of the TV weather is familiar to all of us. A personality with expertise stands in front of a map with the names of communities. Edmonton, St. Albert, Leduc, Sherwood Park, Spruce Grove, Stony Plain, and the smaller places too, like Vague and Whitecourt, Smoky and Westlock. And this expert, like Josh, or, or the great Bill Matheson before him, narrates a story of how the meteorological forces, the high-pressure systems, the low-pressure systems, are vying above to make their presence felt in our little lives below. It's mythical stuff. Now, we got to watch this very carefully because, you know, uh, we have the highs, we have the lows, and if they're not just where they should be, it could be disastrous. But I really think we're not, uh, we have anything to worry about. Gather ye rosebuds while ye may, Bill, quoting Robert Herrick, channeling the Book of Wisdom, would say, intuiting a strategic direction for life lived in an atmosphere of constant change. We don't know what will happen next. We should let that radical uncertainty charge positively our lives and relationships and words. As someone who has grown up and will go out watching television, as someone who has watched countless weather forecasts and worked in television news, all of that visual scaffolding is in me. It was that structure on which was hung a quite different story last week. We take a look at the the map one more time. Gaza, it's pretty fortified, there are very large border barriers, there's a militarized border. Uh, How are they able, Hamas... Watching CNN means watching the expert commentators use the magic board. The magic board was brought to pop cultural prominence by CNN's John King, who on election nights took viewers into maps of Cook County or Fulton County to analyze voting patterns. It's remarkable television, this way of showing the power of ballots. The technology also works as it shows the power of bullets. The Magic Wall has done heavy work to chart the course of the war in Ukraine, and now it is in service for the war in Israel and Gaza. Watching CNN's coverage on Canadian Thanksgiving, I was left with unspeakable gratitude for my quaint and innocent, well, not so innocent now, practice of watching the maps on local TV for only the natural storms we face. Number two, Sheila in Italy. As listeners of the podcast know, Sheila is in Italy with her friend Cheryl, celebrating 120 years of combined life on the planet. The photos she sends back are captivating. The Colosseum, the Tiber, the Palatine Hill, the Arno, the Florence Cathedral, or as Sheila would say, Il Duomo di Firenze. The sounds sent back are thrilling too. The bells of the churches as as they toll over each other. A coffee shop in Florence. Daily life, beautiful, mundane, daily life. On the way to the airport, Sheila shared a new story with me. 
or one that I'd forgotten, same thing. In high school, there was a school trip planned to Italy. It was the beginning of the era that we as parents would come to know so well when our own children were themselves in high school. There's a field trip we'd be informed by Alex or Michael. Elk Island Park, I wondered. Lake Michelon, the Provincial Museum. No, Cuba. There's an info night you can go to. Just like there was an info night for the school trip to Italy back in Sheila and Cheryl's time, which they attended, from which they brought home information for their parents to consider, which information was rejected for household budgetary reasons, which is what I think I see in their faces in the pics from Italy, the satisfaction of a quiet promise of a trip to Italy kept for years and now made real. Number three, class reunion. It's so nice to meet an old friend and pass the time of day, the great Lightfoot said. I don't know how many years it had been since I last saw Manuel. We were part of a pentagon that hung around in high school. We weren't the jocks or the brainiacs or the student union types, but we found each other and with each other got, for the most part, through. We published an underground newsletter that didn't put us in good standing with the administration. RateYourTeacher.com before the internet. That's another story. Those days were nowhere in my memory as I ordered a London fog at Second Cup in St. Albert. A woman approached, asked if my name was Glenn Kubish, and she said said she was pretty sure it was. And then she said she was married to Manuel, sitting at the table over there. Manuel, who I thought and said as we shook hands, must be on some kind of anti-aging serum. We caught up on the important stuff. Family, parents, kids, retirement, winter weather here, a getaway plan for them, a surviving the siege plan for us. He's an accomplished sensei and runs a successful karate school in St. Albert. He looks like a movie star. It was good to run the film back. Thanks for being out there, friends. See you next time.